Hello, hello. This is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 106. Bit of a disclaimer at the beginning of this one. Um, I'm dealing with a pretty good bout of bronchitis. And I'm actually surprisingly not coughing much at all, but it is just kind of hindering my breathing ever so slightly. So uh, I might be taking some little breaks here. That's the magic of recording and editing is that you won't even notice these little breaks. But I'll probably be pausing periodically, take a drink, stuff like that. So yeah, I've just kind of been home resting all day, so I decided why not just do the podcast tonight power through get it done so let's get started here this is a wonderful black and thrash band from sweden been around since 97 and uh, they're kind of a personal favorite of mine that band is witchery and they kind of have ebbed and flowed over the years in terms of their output um they tend to take their sweet time between releases uh now um but yeah, they were kind of more active in the 90s and then the early 2000s and then things just kind of stopped for a while and then they kind of came back out with some more stuff. So um, really love their last two releases and uh, their early stuff as well. I didn't really like the album that had uh, Legion, the former vocalist from Marduk. I didn't really care for that record very much. Um, and honestly, the one prior to it as well. But some of the early stuff was great. Really uh, catchy and original, and uh, as I said, their newer output is really good as well. So I'm going to play something off of their second album called Dead Hot and Ready. That came out in October of 99. They've got uh, seven records now, but this one came out, as I said, it was their second album through Necropolis Records. And uh, this one is a personal favorite of mine off of this record. I think I first heard this one from my friend Chris back in the day, because uh, even after we were too old to be doing sleepovers and stuff like you do when you're kids. I still hung out at his house all the time and we just play video games and stuff and and just listen to music and he was certainly someone that got into more extreme genres uh, before I did. He's, he's kind of the one that would get into it first, um, try to sell me on it. Sometimes I'd think they were great and sometimes I would say, ugh, the production on this sounds terrible and it would take years before I would finally see what he saw and get into it, you know. So I think he showed me this record back in the day, but here we go off of 1999's Dead Hot and Ready. This is Witchery with On a Black Horse Through Hell.
There we go. That was Witchery from Sweden with On a Black Horse Through Hell off of their second album, Dead Hot and Ready. Yeah, those first three records are fantastic. Uh, fourth and fifth are just kind of meh. And then sixth and seventh are definitely back on track. They got different vocalists um, and they sound great. Uh, I'm really ready to hear something new from them. Uh, all right, we're staying in Sweden here. This band originally formed in 88 and has been kind of uh, intermittently there. They've had some long gaps in between. The band is unanimated, and uh, they had releases back in 93 and 95, and then nothing until 2009, and now um, they have a new one coming out here. Uh, well, I think it just came out, actually, this past Friday. So yes, um, as far as who is in this band, I know, I can't remember exactly, but I know Richard Cabeza is a part of it, uh, and he is best known for his uh, time in Dismember, which I guess he's still technically a member of Dismember now. They had all these kind of big uh, comeback shows planned, uh, and he was going to be playing bass, but then COVID happened, and I don't think they ever really got to do any of those shows unfortunately but if and when they get to do them uh, he'll be back on stage with Dismember but yes unanimated so they, they as I said formed in 88 and they had those first two records in the 90s but I'm not really sure what the deal was if they broke up or if it was just kind of a hiatus and the members just moved on to other things for a while but uh, they had that long gap from 95 to 09 but yes, this new one's called Victory in Blood, and they've released a few singles off of it. Of course, now the record is out at this point, but um, the singles really drew me in, as well as uh, some friends of mine who heard them uh, just thought it was excellent, and it is. <laughs> so it's kind of not your typical Swedish death metal. They've always had a little bit of a different edge to them. It's hard to describe, but uh, you can tell when you're listening to it here that this is not just the standard Stockholm uh, entombed, dismember kind of formula, you know what I mean? So here we go off of their new record, Victory in Blood, that just came out this past Friday. This is unanimated with As the Night Takes Us.
All right, there we go. That was unanimated from Sweden with As the Night Takes Us. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure you can hear from that that it's still, you know, pretty rooted in death metal, but there's some definite, like, black metal darkness, you know, some dark vibes throughout that. Um, it's a nice kind of blend between black and death, and now that I know this album is out, because it didn't really click with me, that it just came out this past Friday... I need to uh, I need to check out the rest of this record because I've heard the singles, really liked the singles, really liked their last album. So yeah, I'm anxious to check out the rest of it. Uh, this is actually the third time that I'm recording this intro for the next song because the first time, Cat was making too much noise as he's still doing right now that little bastard, and uh, second time um, Pro Tools crashed on me so. Uh, lucky number three. We're going for number three here. So, all right, out of Norway, this band is from Drammen, and they've been around since 2001. Uh, and they play some really cold and filthy, straightforward black metal. That band is Cold Brawn. Um, they've released three records. They've been around since 01, as I said, but they released records in 03, 06, and then 2013. There was a pretty good gap there between two and three. Uh, I'm playing something off of the second record called Moribund came out in 2006 and this was actually my first taste uh, of this band I do remember checking it out when this album was pretty new um, the main man behind Cold Brawn I can't remember his name Monavond something like that uh, he actually played live bass for Urgehal uh, for a while there and I actually saw them play in Oslo in 2011 and he was the bass player at the time but uh, yeah, always liked this band. The third album didn't do a whole lot for me, but the first two I thought were very good. And this one, uh, Moribund, I think is kind of their crowning achievement so far. They're not listed as broken up or on hold or anything. They're still listed as active. They just haven't really been all that active. <laughs> but this album came out in 06 through Twilight Records. And it's, yeah, as I said, it's their best. So if you want to check out this band, I say start with this one. So, uh, All right, off of 2006's Moribund, this is Cold Brawn with Squadron, which means um, squadron. So I assume it has some kind of militaristic meaning in the lyrics of this song. So here you go.
right, there we go. That was Coldbron from Norway with Squadron. Um, I love that song, and that record really is solid from start to finish. That's definitely their best. Uh, all right, we're going to the USA here out of New York. A very classic death metal band that has inspired many. That band is Suffocation, and they initially existed from 88 to 98. Went on a little bit of a brief split up, reformed in 02, and they've been going strong ever since. Although Frank Mullen, their um, founding member vocalist, uh, is gone now. So it was a long time coming. He was sitting out many tours uh, just due to work constraints because he was saying, listen, I'm, I'm losing too much money going on tour all the time I need to you know look out for myself and my family here and stay focused on my real job so he was sitting out some tours and they've had a couple of different vocalists um, filling in for him but uh, he came back and did one last North American tour and it was kind of the farewell to Frank tour and now he's officially retired from the band like from everything recordings live you know he's officially out and they've got, uh, I want to say it's one of the guys from Disgorge is going to be kind of their new permanent vocalist moving forward. They had another guy whose name I believe was Kevin Mueller. Uh, I saw them live with him. I thought he was great. I was hoping they would kind of stick with him. But uh, no, they're going with uh, this other guy from Disgorge. Um, so yeah, they haven't released anything with him yet. But they did release this live album very recently on November 12th called Live in North America, released through Nuclear Blast. So this just kind of is a, a nice little um, immortalization of Frank's final tour. And it's good. I mean, the sound of the record is good. Frank sounds good. Really good set list uh, on the album. This one's a personal favorite of mine, just being a drummer. I love the drums on this track. So um, that's why I picked this one. I was just listening to it earlier today, as a matter of fact, this live album. So off of Live in North America, this is Suffocation with Pierced from Within.
There we go. That's Suffocation with Pierce From Within live off of their new Live in North America album. Um, okay, excuse my voice. It's not great. It's holding up. It's not great. But I, like, I had the a bronchitis and they checked me for pneumonia and I don't have pneumonia. But they gave me an antibiotic to take to prevent it from turning into pneumonia. So it's like a preventive antibiotic. And um, it's like drying me out so severely that I just have like the worst dry mouth and no amount of liquid is fixing that. So kind of sucks. I'm just down in water in between <laughs> in between intros here, but I am getting through it. All right. All right. We're going to Germany here. This band has been around since 2017. Um, I really liked their debut. I guess they've had um, a couple of demos and then their debut I liked. I know I played something off of it uh, several episodes ago and now they just released a new EP. That band is called Necrovault and uh, they just released this new EP called uh, the first words in German and I don't want to mispronounce it so but the subtitle of it is Toward the Towering Tomb. And that came out on uh, November 24th of this year through Van Records. But yeah, this EP, to me, it's it's fine, it's good, but it's not as good as the full length, uh, the debut from a couple years ago. Um, I've listened to this EP a couple of times now since it's been released, and yeah, it's not bad. It does have a few standout tracks, which I'm going to play one of them uh, right now. But uh, yeah, I don't know, it just didn't grab me quite as much as the debut, but they're still a very good band. Uh, fits right in with that style that uh, you know I love that's got a lot of echo and kind of dissonance to it and uh, kind of lo-fi but kind of not because you can still hear everything very clearly and independently but um, but yeah I think they are a very good band and hopefully the next full length will be kind of up to the quality standard that they set with the debut so off of their new EP, Toward the Towering Tomb, this is Necrovault with Black Hole Grave Millstone.
There we have it. That's Necrovault from Germany with Black Hole Grave Millstone. All right. We're going to Belgium here. We're going to unload some thrash on your asses here. Uh, this band has been around since 2016. They are just babies. And uh, I love them. The band is Schizophrenia, and their EP from last year, it was called Voices, was so damn good. It's probably one of my favorite modern thrash um, releases of any kind. I mean, it's not a full length or anything, but man, it's, it's so good. Um, a lot of people who are classic thrash fans get turned off by the really pristine production of more modern thrash, but um, I think... I think any thrash fan would enjoy their last EP. Um, but yeah, that's all they've done. I think they've done one or two demos. They did the EP in 2020, and now they're going to be releasing their debut record called Recollections of the Insane on February 15th of 2022 through Redefining Darkness Records. Um, but they released their first single and music video off of it. And the video's just kind of whatever. It's just them you know playing pretty much there's some blood and stuff in it but it's nothing I mean I don't even know what makes a good music video anymore honestly just give me a lyric video and I'm happy I don't care but uh, the song is good it's they they seem to be if this is a sign of anything it seems to be that they are um, showing some willingness to mess with the tempos a little bit like there's some kind of slower sections in this song and then of course it does get fast and um, but the, the EP from last year was pretty much all um, in your face, just fast thrash. So yeah, I think we might get a little more variety on this debut, which is cool with me. But yes, there are definitely uh, some good up-and-comers here if you haven't heard of them. Uh, after you hear this song here, I highly suggest you check out that EP from last year. So, off of their upcoming album, Recollections of the Insane, this is Schizophrenia with Cranial Disintegration. Let me do rest Well, I'll change everything 
right, that was Schizophrenia from Belgium with Cranial Disintegration. I realized I was a little bit mistaken there because I forgot they were playing these kind of like teaser trailer things for, you know, there's a new single coming out soon from the album. And in the teaser videos, it had these kind of slower, more heavy um, parts that were playing in the background, which is clearly just music from the album. So I was expecting the slower stuff to be in the first single, and then whenever this single came out, it really wasn't slow at all. <laughs> it was still really fast. So I kind of forgot about that. So before this song, I said, oh, this one, if, if this one's any indication, it's uh, that they're not afraid to slow down the tempo here and there. And then they didn't slow down the tempo uh, at all, pretty much, in that song. So sorry for the confusion there. I was just remembering their little teaser trailer thing and forgot about the fact that the, those slow, heavy parts were not actually in this single. But whatever. Let's move on here. All right. We are going back to Norway out of Stavanger from 2002. This band is called Lyo. That's LJ. A, it's the A with the little circle above it, which makes the aw sound. And I'm not sure what that band name actually translates to, but um, it's they're a band that I've kind of seen around, seen, you know, that they seem to be a little bit respected, but they definitely don't, um, you know, have that big of a of a um, following or maybe not following but uh, I just don't really see them in the limelight all that much when it comes to black metal bands but um, they really just have their debut album in 06 a split uh, from 2004 they did an EP in 2012 they haven't really done much and when you look at the members list the members of this band haven't really been in any other kind of bigger named uh, black metal bands or anything like that so they're just kind of this isolated thing out there but they do good stuff they do very good black metal and i'm going to play something off of their 2006 debut called till avshi for leave it which means um like the disgust for life um and that came out through aftermath music and yeah this still stands as their only full length uh, they haven't done anything since that ep in 2012 as far as I know, they're not uh, on hold or split up or anything like that, so hopefully they've got something else left in the tank. But uh, yeah, this album's very good, and um, I, I've just kind of seen like the, the cover. It's not really a particularly crazy-looking cover or anything, but it's just kind of a... Um, on. I don't know if it was a list of just kind of like un, unsung you know, black metal gems uh, from Norway that most people haven't heard of, I guess, and I think this was on it. But, um, but yeah, I, I really dig the record a lot. So, here we go, off of Til Avshi for Leave It. This is Lo with Vadeskud, which translates literally to wet shot. And um, I don't know if that's the intended name of this, but... It might have a different meaning in Norway, but that's the literal translation of Vodeskud is wet shot. So here you go. <laughs> Yeah! 
That was Lure with Vaudescude. Um, that's a really good record, and that song especially kind of gives me some vibes of like uh, Rebel Extravaganza era Satyricon. Uh, just some of the riffs in there, and really some of the drum beats as well. Um, but yeah, really like that record, and it's a shame that that's their only debut. But uh, yeah, if you have not heard that before, I suggest you check it out, because it is quality. Alright, back to Sweden here. This band existed from 07 to 14. Still don't really know if it was meant to be a full-blown band, or just kind of a little project off to the side. Um, But really quality death metal. Uh, The band is Torture Division. And uh, what first got me into Torture Division was two things, really, and that was... uh, Tobias Gustafsson from Vomitory was the drummer, and Jürgen Sandström um, from Grave um, and many other bands um, was the singer and bass player. So they did this thing where they never really released albums. They wanted to just, like, when they would write a collection of songs, they would just kind of throw them out there like a handful at a time, I guess, uh, for free like they that's that was very much their mo was like we just want to put it out there digitally for free and you used to be able to visit their website and just download their music for for nothing so that's what leads me to believe that this was not really meant to be a, a full-blown band they never signed to a label and they never really seemed to want to sign to a label um but yes in the years kind of since their demise they there's been some compilations uh, released i don't know if they've been released like physical copies or what or if it's just kind of a digital compiling of all their stuff that people can get it just all in one spot because as far as i know their website doesn't exist anymore so you can't download it there so i think that's why these compilations have come to be um there's one in particular called evigetens dora that came out in 2010 so they were actually still active at the time Um, But I guess, you know, it's just a compilation of all the stuff they released up to that point. And then there's been several other compilations released since then. But uh, yeah, they don't exist anymore, which is kind of a shame. But but yes, it burned bright while it was there. Very good death metal. So here we go off of that 2010 compilation, Evigetens Dorar. This is Torture Division with Total Death Punishment. Go! 
Alright, that was Torture Division from Sweden with Total Death Punishment. Yeah, they were good. Um, and with their, you know, pedigree of members, uh, it's not surprising to me that they were good. But uh, yeah, that's that's a band that I always liked. Never really purchased any of their stuff and because I didn't realize that they didn't actually release records and stuff. It was all just free for people to download. I didn't even know that. But... Um, but yeah, they've always been really good, and it's a shame that they're not around anymore, really. But um, those members are, of course, moving on to other things. Vomitory's back, of course. I don't think they're releasing anything, but they've just kind of come back and play in festivals and stuff, so that makes me happy. Uh, okay, we're going to Thailand here. This band's been around since 2010, and it's part of a... I forget what the group calls itself, but there's kind of a... Similar to the old Norwegian Black Circle, I guess, there's just kind of this group of, like, death metal bands in Thailand that have all kind of united and support each other and stuff. I um, can't remember what it's called, though, but the band here in, is uh, Savage Deity, and I'm going to play something off of their uh, newest record that just came out. Uh, I came across it through a kind of a new new wave of death metal Facebook group. Somebody was kind of uh, promoting this one and putting it out there and saying, hey guys, you should check this out. So I did, and I liked it. Um, it's kind of, it's not super primitive, but it's pretty primitive with little flares of technicality here and there, kind of along the same lines of like um, Death's spiritual healing record, where, you know, he started getting flashier with the guitars, but still kind of had that primitive edge from leprosy, you know what I mean? So it's kind of in that that same vein here. Uh, this album is called Decade of Savagery, and that came out on uh, November 28th of this year through Inhuman Assault Productions. It's their third album. Their debut was back in 2013, and then they had an album in 2017, and now this one in 2021. So they do tend to take their time between releases. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid. It's not going to land on uh, an album of the year list or anything for me, but uh, it's pretty good death metal, and I always like to share stuff like this when it's from a, a country where you don't typically see a lot of extreme metal coming from that country. I always like to kind of shine some light on that when I can. So here we go, off of the album Decade of Savagery. This is Savage Deity with Skin the Saint. <laughs> Thank you. 
right. That was Savage Deity from Thailand with Skin the Saint. Um, not bad. Um, it's always cool to see bands like this kind of coming out of countries where maybe they don't have a lot of freedom to express uh, lyrically some of the things that they want to express. And um, I, I don't know if Thailand is a very religiously oppressed nation or if they are free to practice whatever religion they want i'm not sure but i am sure that whatever savage deity is writing about is probably frowned upon uh so i could see why all you know the kind of similar death metal bands from that country all kind of uh band together you know but yes it's cool uh, whenever this stuff kind of reaches a more international stage all right Back to Sweden here. We're spending a lot of time in Sweden this episode. This band existed from 89 to 95, consisted of two guitar players, a drum machine, and a revolving door of session vocalists. And this band, the name cracks me up because I really don't know how else to say this. So I'm, I'm pronouncing this Comic-Con, which of course in the United States, a Comic-Con is like a convention for comic books and video games and all that kind of stuff, a Comic-Con. Um, but yes, it, the weird I still don't know what they're going for with this band name because honestly, if you Google Comic-Con, it's C-O-M-E-C-O-N, it's all one word, uh, the first thing that you'll see is that it's actually something called the Council for Mutual Economic Assistance. So I don't think that's what the band was going for either. So I'm not really sure what the name's all about. Maybe somebody can uh, enlighten me there, but um, yeah, they've had some pretty good session vocalists, I will say. Um, they had LG Petrov do vocals on their debut in 91 or 92. I think it was 92 because it was during that time when he was dismissed from Entombed and uh, Entombed went and did the clandestine record without him on vocals. So during that time when he was out of the band, he did session vocals for their debut um, the second album, I'm going to play something off of the second album here. The guest vocals were done by Martin Van Drunen from uh, Asphyx and Pestilence fame. And then the third album, uh, the vocals were done by Mark Grew from uh, Morgoth. So pretty good lineup of session vocalists there. Third album, meh, didn't do a lot for me. First album was okay as well. Second album for me, that's where it's at. I liked everything about it. The production, the songs were better. And Martin Van Drunen's voice on it. It just made it made it great for me. Uh, so the second album is called Converging Conspiracies. And that came out in November of 93 through Century Media. So they were actually signed to a pretty good label there back in the day. Um, but yes, this is a great record. And having Martin's voice uh, over this music just kind of is the cherry on top. I think it's really good. So... Um, but yes, I mean, with all those good session vocalists, I suggest you check out all three records because they're, they're all pretty good. The third one's just my least favorite, that's all. But uh, everybody does some, some pretty good vocal performances on those records. So off of the second album, Converging Conspiracies, this is <laughs> Comic-Con with Worms.
All right, that was Comic-Con, or however they pronounce it, with Worms. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely different from other Swedish death metal from the early 90s, I would say. Um, of course, the drum machine makes it a little bit unique, but uh, I just love... I love Martin Van Drunen's uh, voice. I've heard that he's not always the easiest person to work with, but uh, can't deny that the man has an instantly recognizable voice that just fits death metal beautifully. <laughs> All right, going back to Germany here for the next couple of songs, actually. This band's been around since 03 and basically formed with the mentality of we love dissection and we're going to pay tribute to dissection by sounding just like dissection. Like, they don't shy away from that fact. They lean into it wholeheartedly. This band was founded by Stefan, the singer and guitar player from Obscura. The band is Tulkandra. And they have released four records. I actually thought they had more than that because um, they've been around for a while. But uh, they got four records, one in 2010, 2011, 2015, and then they just released one uh, this year as well. I could have swore there was one in between 2015 and 2021, but clearly I'm just fabricating some nonsense there. But uh, they released this new album called A Dying Wish on October 29th of this year through Napalm Records. And it's just as good as the first three. I mean, honestly, you, you can't really tell the albums apart because they all just sound virtually identical. They're all such dissection clones, but they're still great. There's some just great songs on there. But yeah, I mean, even the album covers and everything, and I think that's all really by design. Uh, they're doing it intentionally to kind of just have this really consistent look and sound. Um, but it does kind of blend together a little bit from album to album. But this new one is very good. In fact, I think Justin, uh, from from my band, Grove, I think he put this album, this new uh, Tulkandra album, on his end-of-the-year best of 2021 list. So he clearly is, uh, is loving it. I think it's very good as well. This song in particular um, stood out to me as just a favorite of mine. I've only listened to this album uh, twice, I think, now, start to finish. So I probably still need to digest it a little more. But yeah, this one kind of stood out as a, as a favorite for me so far. But yes, off of their newest album, A Dying Wish, this is Tulkandra with Devouring Darkness. <laughs>
And there we have it. Dulcandra from Germany with Devouring Darkness. Um, I mean, th there really is no other band you could compare them to other than Dissection. They are so firmly rooted in copying that like riffing style um even just the not only the use of the acoustics but the sound of the acoustics is right on with what dissection did um and it's i mean it's very good there's some really epic moments on that record and in that song uh all right we're staying in germany here this band formed in 96 they've been on hold for quite some time uh, they released a demo in 2000 and a debut in 2007, and uh, that's it. So, I guess they're probably done. I don't know. I don't know much about them. The band is called Drowtran. And this is another one that I saw of uh, on a list of just like, these are good black metal albums that nobody really knows about or talks about. And uh, they released their debut in 07 called Throne of the Depths. And that came out through Lupus Lounge. And it's just basically some very kind of epic big feeling um black metal it's not you know over the top uh boisterous or anything like that there's not a whole bunch of strings going on and horns or stuff like that but it, it does have some really kind of melodic um touches to it that make it just have this really epic feel to it but uh, it's still pretty dirty though like the production's kind of dirty and the vocals are pretty pretty extreme and uh it's good i mean i don't think it's this like hidden masterpiece so to speak but it is a very good record and it's one that i certainly hadn't really heard of at all um so i just kind of wanted to bring it to light as well since somebody else was doing that online uh which is what made it you know catch my eye so now i'm paying it forward here and playing it for all of you lovely people so off of their debut throne of the depths this is Drowtran with Dusk of the Fimble Winter.
ist unsinnig, in dieser Welt zu leben. Es ist unsinnig, noch einen Unglücklichen in diese Welt zu setzen. Es ist Unsinn zu glauben, dass es einer besser haben wird. Du bist feige. Ja, genau. Dieses Leben ekelt mich an. Ich habe nicht die Absicht, eine Verantwortung zu übernehmen, die mich zwingt, einen Tag länger zu leben, als ich will. Das weißt du. Und du weißt auch, dass meine Auffassung nicht Hysterie ist, sondern mein voller Ernst. Ich weiß nur, dass es falsch ist. Es gibt kein richtig oder falsch. Der Mensch folgt seinen Bedürfnissen. Und das wären welche Bedürfnisse? Du hast das verdammte Bedürfnis, am Leben zu sein, am Leben zu bleiben und Leben zu zeugen. Und du? Beruflich tot zu sein. There we go. That was Drautran from Germany with Dusk of the Fimble Winter. And you see what I mean there. It's kind of extreme, kind of crazy. Has some keyboards that are kind of just right in the mix. They're not too up front or anything like that, but it just kind of gives it this big melodic epic vibe to some of those sections. Um, I really like the vocal delivery as well, how he kind of changes up the voice here and there. Does some of those... I don't know how to describe them. Those little kind of howling sounding screams that kind of remind me of some early uh, limbonic art type stuff. Um, but yes, we have now reached that time where I need to announce the final song of the episode. Uh, I, of course, want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for telling other people about the show. If you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app, and of course the entire catalog of episodes is also on Spotify, so you can find it and follow it there. Uh, any sort of suggestions or critiques or requests or anything like that, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com, and of course please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of updates or news or poll questions for you the listener it's all going to be posted there so find the facebook page and like it please oh i made it i powered through a lot of a lot of water drinking in between these intros and but um for for a guy with bronchitis i truly have not been coughing hardly at all really um it's just strange it's just this weird inflammation thing i got going on here and and it's kind of impaired my stamina a little bit. I was actually supposed to be tracking drums today for a, a friend's project that he's been working on for quite some time that he had programmed drums for, but I've been rehearsing with him for the last few months and really getting the material down, and I was supposed to track the drums for his record today, and I had to cancel because <laughs> I knew just the way my breathing was. I'm like, I'm not making it through through a day of tracking, you know, like this. So I'll have to do that in a few weeks, I guess. But whatever. Gotta get better, right? Okay. Let's go ahead and announce this final song. I love this band. They're out of Finland. The band is Shape of Despair, and they do some of the best super heavy, slow doom metal that I've ever heard. Um, their album Monotony Fields 
is one of the bleakest sounding records I've ever heard, and it's one of my favorite albums, just period. Um, it's music I listen to when I go walking, you know, just slow, crushing, and heavy. So good. And uh, so, yeah, they're releasing their fifth album, their first one since 2015, uh, on February 22nd of next year. So it's on 2-22-22 through Season of Mist. The record's going to be called Return to the Void, which is seems perfect just for their sound and everything. That's a perfect album title right there. But they released their first single off of it recently, and uh, it's very good, of course. I don't think anything is going to touch uh, Monotony Fields in my mind, but uh, this new single is quite good, and I was definitely excited to see that they had something new out there. So definitely looking forward to this album. So, all right, let's see. What have I done? I did a themed episode for episode 100, and then the last six have been just normal. So I might... Eh, I don't know. I've already got my band's... And songs picked for episode 107. So what do you say 108? We do a theme. How about that? Sounds good to me. Um, Alright, what the hell day is this? It's the 4th or something? Okay, so... Two weeks. Yeah, I can get one more in before Christmas. I don't have to wish everybody a Merry Christmas yet. Alright. <laughs> I should be in better condition for the next one. So, here we go. From Finland... Off of their upcoming album, Return to the Void, this is Shape of Despair with Reflection in Slow Time. Cheers, everybody. (laughs) 